Now, live from the Blind Ninja Studios in Western Wisconsin, a show with no purpose. Hosted by experts at drinking, and they're almost definitely wearing pants. It's time for the Department of Offense. Welcome to episode 172 of the Department of Offense. I'm Casey, and joining me as always is Carlos. Right here. And Matt. Howdy doody. And Jen's here too. Hey. <laughs> and then Pete is coming down the stairs with a glass. We're going to narrate this. He's gestating wildly with his hands. I didn't do we didn't want to wait for him. All right, and now Pete is back here at the table. Yep, I'm here. All today. right. Cool. Uh, before we get too deep here, uh, just uh, I want to give a shout out to our patrons, specific, specifically our Zach Belt patron, Zach Zablowski. Um, if you'd like to become a patron, head on over to patreon.com slash studios and become a patron today. Um, and yeah, so Carlos, what have you been up to? Not too much, not really. When did uh, we do the go to that D&D thing? Was that uh, last week? That was week? last week uh, when we had the... Uh... Oh yeah, because yeah... So that was a, we went to a, well, it was the PAX uh, live event, right? Yes. So, like, they were film they were uh, playing uh, D&D. Uh... Come on, Carlos, you can make words. It's, I believe I, in you. I'm kind of tired right now, so it's a little hard to <laughs> string them together. It is early in the morning. For some people like me, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, the... The Penny Arcade guys and uh, the guy who, who who was the one that ran it was uh, oh, that's Chris a Perkins. Hot Chris sound. Perkins, yeah. <laughs> Chris Perkins was the uh, the GM DM yep. for it, and they had some ma- a massive set for it and everything. It was actually pretty cool going to like this live event like in a movie theater. But, mm-hmm. Yeah, D and D is mainstream now. It's weird. Uh, of course, it we're wasn't all a bunch of nerds. Quite, uh, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Of course, uh, unfortunately, they started the thing late uh, in our theater. And, yep. Yeah, uh, they started it late. They didn't hand out the modules like they were supposed to. They didn't show the uh, opening bit. Yep. Like uh, there was like a good chunk of like just showing what looked like they're just showing the um, construction of the because they had this massive like sky castle that everybody was exploring and it was pretty impressive, really. Like everything and we just didn't get to see that. Yep. You don't have to open it yet. I don't know. I was just trying to get the wax off here because I thought it might take like an hour. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Uh, Fun fact about that. I'm getting a bunch of free movie passes because I complained on Twitter. Oh, yeah? Yep. And uh, then AM... Or then... then, uh, Who who was it? It was... It it was AMC... Yeah. AMC Theaters, right? Yeah. So they they contacted me and they're like, well, did you talk to the manager? I'm like, no, I didn't. They're like, well, we're going to have the manager call you. Then they called me and I complained at them. And they're like, well, it's your fault for not letting us know. And I'm like, no, no, it's not. It's not my fault at all. Do your job. And then uh, they're sending me free stuff. Cool. So that's pretty exciting. Candy? Uh, you, d- you have to drive Conce- away. Movie tickets and concessions. Dude. Useful at any AMC theater. I'm going com- to complain next time. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you get stuff. Well, they didn't have coffee. I was so mad that they didn't have coffee. Did you complain yeah. about that? It would have been like $8. No. That's fine. Oh, I was going to say, I hope you didn't get free movie tickets because you complained they didn't have coffee. <laughs> no. <laughs> that would have been a little ridiculous. Just a like, little we're bit. We're so sorry, sir. <laughs> so sorry we Our didn't have coffee. We'll call you right away. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, cool. not too much this last week. All right. Or two weeks, I guess, by now. Yeah, it's been two weeks. Dude, new table. Yeah, new table. Uh, we finished. That's that's why we didn't have a show last week, is we were putting the new table in, and it's all fancy and schmancy and stuff. If you're watching the video feed, you can see it. It has our logo in it. The mics are in the middle of the table, so we don't have to look at each other's faces anymore. Yeah, we can hide behind it. Slightly right. less sketchy without the flannel bed sheet. You know what? You le- hey, that worked. <laughs> yeah, you leave. For a long time. It absorbed spills, too. Yeah, nobody spilled on the table yet. Never got washed in how many years? Yeah. Uh, we and like Matt has to use a sippy cup now, so he can't spill. Just for a little while. It's like training wheels. <laughs> we were thinking he might uh, spill tonight though, so got to keep your right. eye on that. Yeah, you got to keep an eye live. On um, but yeah, yeah, new table. It's pretty exciting. New mics, new stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's a new show, guys. Brand new. 172 new episodes. No, I'm afraid if they're hoping for something to change, it's not really going to be a massive what? change all of a sudden. Oh, okay. Well, it'll feel different. It already feels different. Does I have this mic dangling in my face instead of below my face. I just don't notice. What? I it just I just don't notice. Oh, okay. All right. So, Pete, what have you been up to? We just skipped. I was going to go back to Jen. I didn't oh. know if you wanted to go first. Sorry. <laughs> no. Jen, what have you been up to? Uh, not much. Pretty boring. Working a lot. Yeah? How's work going? It's all right. Yeah? Where are you working? Exhausting. Working with animals. With animals? Stepping in dog shit. That sounds Getting amazing. Getting pissed on. Woo. You know. <laughs> Might as well work with babies. No. <laughs> I suppose no. You, can't, you can't stick babies in a cage. Well, I mean, you could. But you'd probably get arrested. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you do it with out. a puppy, you should be able to do it with a baby. I'm just I saying. I agree, but the government doesn't. Ugh, stupid government. What do they know? <laughs> all right, Pete, now uh, we're on to you. Nothing. That is all. <laughs> Not doing nothing. Oh, I did go to the fair three times. The f- yep. three times? Yeah. Jesus. The Minnesota State Fair. I went three times in one week, so that counts why, for anything. Why? I don't know. I really like the fair. <laughs> to ride the the thing. Why do you really like the the fair? What do you like about the fair? I like to eat. And <laughs> so far you've named nothing that I can't do not at the there fair. There was a lot of beers I wanted to try. I tried all the weird gimmicky fair beers. How were they? Uh, what was what was the best one and what was the worst one? Um I tried the funnel cake. Well, I'll tell you which ones I tried first. Okay. Tried the funnel cake beer. I tried the mini donut beer. The candy apple beer hmm. and the caramel apple pie cider. So, like, those were beers that were supposed to taste like that? Yeah. The caramel apple beer sounds horrible. That actually one actually wasn't terrible. It did taste a lot like apple pie. Okay. So, All right. I mean, but that was pretty good. Um, I don't know. Honestly, both the mini donut and the funnel cake were kind of disappointing. I didn't taste a whole lot. Just tasted like going on. Well, in, I guess I was expecting more of like the flavor, like of cinnamon or. Well, yeah, they put it on the I rim. I don't know didn't they? the sugar. And yeah, the but the beers didn't. They didn't have. I don't the, know. I was flavor. expecting more yeah. of like the funnel cake flavor what or the donut flavor. Mini donut is Liftbridge. Okay. And they've done that one before, I think. Funnel cake, I want to say, is bad weather, but don't quote me on I've that. Never had bad it's weather. Bad something. Just bad beer is what it is. Yeah. So, I don't know. But okay. kind of kind of disappointing. <laughs> the, the one that came with a piece of bacon in it was really good. 
Right, actually, oh, I have two pieces good. of bacon. The maple, yeah, they did have a maple, maple bacon. bacon beer. Oh, that sounds really place. good. I was like, oh, I wonder how they get the bacon oh. flavor in there. It's just they just, just put it. Fucking and I also <laughs> tried a s'mores beer. Ooh. And the beer itself was not terrible, but the horrible thing. Well, they and they put a marshmallow in the beer. But the horrible thing they do is they rim the glass in graham cracker. And so it starts getting soggy, and it's like there's backwash in your beer. Like, and it starts floating in the beer. I want my beer extra chunky. And every time you drink it, the, like, chunky, wet graham cracker gets in your mouth, and it was awful. Like, the beer itself was decent, but I couldn't get a, like, I couldn't look past that yep. graham cracker on the rim. Just it's extra just chunky. not okay. <laughs> Yeah, you got to think, like, when you're rimming a glass with something, you got to think it through just a little bit. I agree. Like, yeah. Man, Cinnamon sounds... sugar, fine. Yeah. Cool. But, like, anything, like, with, like, a cookie consistency? Yeah. No. Anything that could crumble into the beer yeah. or, like, just look nasty when it's floating around in there? Yeah. No. That was bad. All right. Pete, what have you been up to, man? You already asked Oh, me. you already did. Yep. Sorry. You bounced back. <laughs> I cleaned. Did I cleaned you, the American you, Legion. Did you go to the fair three times, too? I just went once. Oh, okay. Then Renfest. Renfest. Yeah. Two fairs. Yeah, I think we talked about Renfest, right? Yep. Yeah. Sure yep. Renfest. So. Okay. Yeah. Did. Renfest was fun. The hurdy-gurdy. <laughs> the hurdy-gurdy <laughs> man. Hurdy-gurdy. <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> yes, you do. You, no, he wasn't there for that. Oh, he wasn't there for no. that? Where were you? Uh, no, that was that. Uh, he hadn't he hadn't made it to the fair yet. Arthur oh, Greenleaf? that's right. Yeah, he was Arthur there yet. Oh yeah, I didn't see him. Not this yeah. year. Hey, Matt, what have you been up to? Uh, I did not go to the state fair because I forgot that it's only two weeks long, and then it was the last week, and I'm like, oh yeah, I should have gone. Yeah. But uh, I went to Billy Talent. That was fun. Got to the front row, danced, danced my butt off, moshed my butt off. I thought I cut. I thought I bit my tongue off, but I didn't. So that was exciting. That's, 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 that that's actually really good. Somebody slammed in the back of me while I was singing along to the song, and I like clamped down on my tongue. And I'm like, uh oh, and I like, was feeling my tongue to make sure there was nothing, and it was all good. It hurt for a couple days, all right. but <laughs> false <laughs> yeah. alarm. Oh, I've been watching Mr. Robot. I Dude, Mr. Robot's so good. Oh my god, it is so fucking good. So There's, good. What? I think the last episode is this week, and it's two hours long. I haven't I haven't watched it yet. Oh my god! I, I, I've watched the first half. I well, I mean, it's coming half. out this coming oh, week okay, or whatever. Right. Yeah, then I'm I'm an episode behind then. Yeah, so it's I guess it's two hours long, and I'm really excited because this season has been insane as hell. See, I thought the season started off really slow. Yeah. Uh, but then you get the turn, and then it got really good. I was really not good. expecting that at I all. I wasn't either. Yeah. I don't know what you guys are talking about. We don't want to give away any spoilers. It's really good. Uh, so Mr. Robot is a show about uh, hackers, like computer hackers. And with it, like a, a David Lynch feel, which would be like a Fight Club and uh, the girl with the dragon yeah. tattoo, it has that really dark kind of feel. With to an it. unreliable narrator and stuff, yeah, it's, it's very it's, good. It's interesting. Like uh, the huh. first season, I knew that twist was coming on for sure. Yeah, and I was just waiting for it to happen, which was kind of let down by the end. But how it was written, how everything else is done, is it? It's just perfect. Yeah, so it's the really cool. Two saw of Christian Slater now. Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. He's he's one of the executive producers. He's gonna be in like every episode. Cool. It's awesome. It is a really good show. Uh, otherwise, yeah, not not too much. All right. Cool. We did Kelsey's fashion show this past weekend. Yeah, that was or fun. yesterday, I should say. That was good. That yeah, was we were good. all in it. Jen was a mermaid. Carlos. <laughs> I was sleeping. Jen was a mermaid. Pete was uh, steampunk. I was Beetlejuice, and Casey was Ghostbuster. And Carlos was have... Sleeping Beauty. 
Carlos was sleeping. So Casey, did you actually have like a, a Ghostbuster pack? Then? Yeah, yeah, I had a pack. Yep. It was pretty. Kelsey's badass. dad made it, and it was pretty damn cool. It's cool. falling apart, but we got her working. Yeah. Well, I mean, Pete uh, re Pete uh, rewired uh, the what was it? The something it was the, converter. Uh, the nebulizer uh, manifest. Um, <laughs> we right, right, in, right into the, the exhaust output, and it was. I didn't see you yeah, at the end of the just, runway. Did you actually do the stance yeah. with the pack? So, if there's a picture of you with the stance with the pack, we should find a picture from the original one and place the right. The what is it called? The the proton beam. The proton beam. We should place that on the picture to make it even cooler. Yeah. <laughs> And there's only one of you, so you didn't have to worry about crossing the streams. Nope. nope. Didn't cross nope. any streams. Uh, and it said stance on it. <laughs> so, we're good. So, I was I was Dan Aykroyd. He for was the day. emulating Dan Aykroyd all day long. Yep. Well, I, no. It I wasn't was, successful, but. No, yeah. I, well, and I was, I was complaining because in my rider, it clearly stated that I no, was supposed did. to be going uh, down the runway to the Ghostbusters theme song. Did anybody else get a rider here? What the fuck? And Where's this rider? I, why, I I know, why would I give Casey. you the rider? I gave it to Kelsey. Actually, my agent was supposed to, and so, apparently he dropped the ball on that one. Oh. So, what did you go down then as? I don't know. To Nothing. some random. It wasn't Halloween Ghostbusters. Music. That doesn't make any sense. I know. That's it, what I said. I was. was I almost too walked hard out to try and put songs to each person. I was trying to, and obviously, as Pete was standing in front of me, I was like, "Well, that's not supposed to be there. That's not." Everybody took their time going down the runway, so the songs didn't even like. Well, up uh, you know, if Kelsey's check hadn't cleared, I wouldn't have done it. So normally, everybody always flies down the runway when you do it. So it's kind of like, "Oh shit, they're going slower She's than." Like, oh, yeah. Damn it. Oh, well, Alice did not come out on Alice. Well, uh, bow, chicka, bow, bow. at least she had a song that she was supposed to go out on. Shut yeah, up. Casey did not have a song. <laughs> well, the Beetlejuice should song. I, should I had played Down Under the Sea? Under the Sea for yeah. you. Yeah, Under the Sea. Under the Sea. Under the Sea. Oh, that crab. <laughs> oh, 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 I remember the crab. Sebastian. <laughs> there was a crab. Redo. Fashion show redo. <laughs> Take two. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, I don't. I besides all the things that have been mentioned, I don't know if I've done anything else. Uh, let's see. Table check. D and D check. Badass table check. Badass table. Super awesome. Oh uh, yeah, the Monday night we uh, we were playing board games on it, posting some pictures. That was fun. Um, yeah, the table has features, man. It's features. Like a feature film. Sure. Dude, rolling like dice features. on it sounds really good with yeah. the mics. Yeah, uh, we recorded our first episode of Tabletop Theater on the table uh, Friday night, and it was, yeah, it, it sounded great. Yeah. Did you uh, go back and, like, could you actually hear the dice roll? Yeah, you everything? can hear the dice. Cool. The good little clatter. Uh, it's one, two, three, four. And now we have the password to that phone. We actually, what, what's the phone? It has the Snapchat on. Yeah, Snapchat and Facebook, yeah. so we can get things a up. Studio Snapchat. And yeah, Facebook. I got, I got to get the Twitter on there yet. Yeah. But all right, so let's see. We did that thing. So now we talk about beer, right? Yeah. All right. Where is? It's about time. I, know. I need a bottle opener. <laughs> like fourteen around the table. All right, so the first beer we're going to try, it's going to be going down uh, in a second here, is from Zach. Uh, he was able to pick Zach. this up for us. Thank you, Ooh, sweetie. Ooh, that looks yummy. Yep. Um, it is uh, My Dear Doe Eyes from um, Insight. I think Brewing. you meant this beer for me, not you guys. I don't think so. 
Uh, it is a it's a saison on or it's a saison farmhouse ale on Door County cherries. Um, comes in at seven point eight percent. It was a limited release. Zach was able to get two bottles, and he was kind enough to give us one. I so. love cherries and beer. Yeah, it pours just this amazing red. Yeah, that foam definitely ends up a little reddish yeah. tint to it. What? That wasn't me. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Explosion. Definitely getting a little cherries in that taste. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, Carlos, we'll start with you. What do you think? It's pretty good. Uh, it's got a little bitterness to it a little, with that cherry uh, taste in there. Uh, hmm. It's definitely interesting. I don't know. I think like that that bitterness I'm getting is kind of a, a little stronger than I'd prefer, but or, that, or like the cherry that could be like a combination. Just the are, you, are you? Is the word you're looking for tart, or is it bitter? I don't know. It's not really tart. I'm getting. It's more bitter. It seems to my okay. tongue. All right, but it's, it's interesting. That's for sure. All right, Jen. Um, I kind of agree a little bit with Carl. There's a little like. I get bitter a little more than tart on the back end, but I do like it a lot. It is still sweet, like, right away, mm-hmm. um, which I like. I mean, it's not like the, um, my gosh, what is the new Glarus cherry? Oh, Belgian the, red. yeah. Yeah, it's not like that. That is ex- no. that is really sweet. Yeah, it's like sickly but, sweet. Um, yeah, this is good. It's just a little bit sweet on the front, and then I like it. Pete? It's good. What'd you say it was seven point something? Yeah, seven point eight, I think. Oh, they must have done this more than one year. Oh, they may have. What's, less, what's the, okay? What, what's that one? On All right. One. Yeah, I just have what I have on the uh, the beer advocate page. So it could be wrong. It's good. It's not boozy at all. It's got good cheeriness. It's not too sweet, but it's got sweetness. Matt. Um. What is this supposed to be? Cherry it's a cherry saison. saison. It's a cherry saison. It's a saison on Door County cherries. Oh, hey Door County, how's it going? Uh, they're all right. It's all right. Uh, I I'm not into this fruity of things here, but uh, yeah, it's it's good. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna have to kind of agree with Matt. It's good, but I'm not into how sweet it is. Um. It's, it's almost like a wine, but yeah, it was and wine. I'd want it drier. Taste like that, or you're not. Yeah. Like, I usually am, so, mm-hmm. but if you're not. Yeah, um, but you can definitely taste the cherry. Like, it's not overwhelming, but it's there, and it's good. Yeah, which is why I like it, because I, I love cherry and beer, and I feel like a lot of times I buy beers that are on cherries or have cherries in it, and I'm really disappointed, because I They're can't over... taste it at all. Yeah. Or you can't taste the cherry, or can't taste the beer? I can't taste the cherry. Okay. So it's like... <laughs> It, I either don't taste any cherry or it's like sickeningly sweet. Yeah. It's like. <laughs> there's, there's nothing really in the middle and this is pretty, pretty down the middle. Yeah. As far as, cause you can, you can still taste the Saison in there. Uh, but then you get all that, that cherryness. But yeah. That kind of covers it up sweet. for me. I'm not a fan of Saisons, but this is good. Yeah. I don't know. Carlos, give me a score out of 10. Uh, I'm going to give it a 32. 
a seven. Oh, like, I hate I... doing this. <laughs> That's why I never rate things on Beer Advocate I, or um, Untapped. Untapped. I just take pictures. <laughs> it gives me anxiety. <laughs> there for good i don't want to hurt their feelings that's actually one of the reasons <laughs> like it's got like an interesting taste to it uh, and i can definitely tell it's a saison but i don't know like i wouldn't i can't really go any higher than yeah. seven though okay that's fine i was i was kind of expecting um like just a little bit more sour and yeah. i don't know why like there's nothing about it that says it should be sour but like i think some bretomyces would really yeah i think that help this beer dry it out a little bit or maybe that might maybe take it too much the other way, though. That's True. also possible. The funkier, the better, man. Mm-hmm. I'm used to rating things on a scale of one to five. Just double it. Um, So one to <laughs> ten, I guess I'd probably go with a six and a half or seven. Okay. But 7.2. 7.2. Mark it up. I'll go for a six and a half. Not a big fan. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna agree with Matt six and a half. It's not a bad beer. It's just not something that's drinkable. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, but mm-hmm. it's not something that go. Yeah, no, drink. not drinkable is down like the ones and the zeros. Well, I mean, we've had some of those on. The we show. have. We I I think our lowest Bush score light. was like no, that did better than that. It was a beer <laughs> that was truly undrinkable. It was horrible. I don't remember what it was. I'd have to go back and look at the archive. Did we do was sweet it a certain 16? mint stout? No. <laughs> hey, they're not a brewer anymore. You could say all you want. No, they are. They are well, a brewery, yeah, but just they're not, not they're not local, they're not so doing we don't vet anymore. We, we don't give a shit. Yeah, no, that that beer was undrinkable. I think I bitched about that on the podcast right after I had I'm it. I'm sure. Cuz that beer was horrible. Did we ever uh, drink Sweet 16 on the show? You wait, that's the or the uh, not, the Hebrew one? Yeah, the Hebrew one. Yeah, that's we had that one on the show. We bought two bottles for the show and then yeah. gave one away to a listener. It was so bad. Because it was so bad. But I'm pretty sure I think even... Zach sent us a picture of his butt on Snapchat. Are you sure? Did he fool you? That looks like his butt. Hurry, it does look see. it does look like his butt. I can't see uh, it. It's reloading. Is Zach listening right now? No, I don't think so. I just I've been Snapchatting. Snapping. It's pretty hairy. I mean, that could be or his it butt. could be his arm like this, <laughs> bent. I, it's got to be his butt. Like Zach's a butt, a butt guy. He'll, he'll show his butt. Yeah, but I don't sure think he, he would. His butt. <laughs> uh, he might. I Was that coming might. from you or from... Uh, this is Casey's phone for her. For the, bl- the BMS That's one. That's the BMS yeah. one. Oh. Yeah. Well, he's starting up his butt. Thing. Starting out on a high note with that phone. <laughs> 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 First step back, butt. All right. Well, do we have another beer to try or do we want to hold off on that for a minute? Um, do you want, we can try it now, otherwise if you want to wait for them to get chilled All right, we'll wait, we'll wait a bit. We'll do, we'll do the news first, and then we'll try some beers. Perfect. And now, the Department of Offense presents News with Casey. That's me. The school year has just begun, and some mothers are already going to pot. At least in the Canadian province of British Columbia, where police pulled over a woman on Tuesday for speeding near an elementary school in Saanich, a municipality on Vancouver Island. Sam- Officers said uh, that when they that when they were talking to the woman, she allegedly admitted that she had just finished smoking a joint with some other moms. Um, as soon as she rolled down the window, it was pretty evident that the people in that car, or the driver herself, had been smoking a joint prior to being stopped. Uh, she did admit to smoking a joint and tried to excuse it away by saying her and some of the other moms 
uh, this morning had a celebratory joint celebrating that the kids were back in school, which is completely understandable. As soon as the kids yeah. go back, I'm pretty sure I would get lit, too, so. <laughs> <laughs> just jump off the roof of a house, you know. <laughs> just in kids celebration. are at school. Woo! I'm going to see those little shits anymore. <laughs> Until they come home. Damn it. It's enough time to get baked. <laughs> Quick, while that school, pack everything up and we're leaving. <laughs> we're going to that school. Uh, once the officers smoked out that the mom had indeed smoked out, a uh, drug recognition expert was called to the scene to conduct a sobriety test on the woman. Uh, the expert confirmed the marijuana the mar- the mar- the toking mom was sober enough to drive and issued her a warning ticket for speeding in a school zone. Though technically marijuana is not legal in British Columbia, it's not that surprising that she wasn't charged for su- the substance itself, according to uh, HuffPost Canada Associate News Editor uh, Jesse Ferreras. Uh, pot laws in Canada are legislated federally back in Ottawa, but in B.C., enforcement is more lax. The cops here feel like they have more important problems than moms toking up in school parking lots. Yeah, I watched Trailer Park Boys, and I thought pot was legal everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> well, is. we know that uh, Trailer Park Boys is the most accurate version Source of Canada. Source of news. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The aftertaste of this saison or whatever kind of tastes like fruit roll-ups. I don't know, like the cherry. Or What's wrong with that? No, it's a good thing, but I just <laughs> noticed that like after I not drank it for a while and started swallowing, I'm like, oh. All right. roll-ups. Uh, Walmart is likely hoping that everyone will forget an, Ill- an ill-conceived September 11th-themed Coca-Cola display that recently appeared at a store in Panama City Beach, Florida. Um, if you want to look this up, Matt, on the phone and pass it around, it's pretty ridiculous. Um, when Twitter user uh, at Online Sean posted an image of the setup on Wednesday, complete with twin towers constructed out of Coke Zero boxes, the internet reacted oh. about exactly how you expect, with tweets making jokes like "Ground Coke Zero" uh, and asking if jet fuel melted aluminum cans, and declaring <laughs> that it was an inside job. Um, <laughs> That's not funny at all. <laughs> no, not at all. Uh, Walmart spokes, uh, spokesman Charles Krausen confirmed that the display was no hoax but said that the company had no bad intentions. Our intentions. We hold this moment in our country's history uh, in the highest regard. Yep, that's the one. Uh, and there was nothing uh, disrespectful intended by the display being assembled. Hmm. Uh, it was removed from our Florida store on Wednesday. There's really nothing How more How did they take it down? It kind of looks like a... <laughs> By flying paper airplanes into it? I was just curious. All they had to do was put a line in the middle of Coke Zero, and it'd be like, okay, it's a football one now. Right. Like, there's really nothing more respectful than having a giant stack of Coke Zero boxes representing nine. Because everyone knows that Coke Zero is delicious. And the only thing that everybody wants to drink. Well, and the worst part is, is as they were selling those Coke Zeros, the towers would be coming down. <laughs> Just little by little. <laughs> Actually, I feel like people, people, an ideal never, situation. people never take from that. But they, think, they, they would. Do maybe. you think they had a special deal? Buy, you can get three uh, 12 packs for $9.11. <laughs> like, it, like it's a holiday. Right. Like yeah. a, and there was a Pentagon display like three aisles over. Did you guys hear about that mattress company in New York? No. It was, like, some mattress company, and they were having, like, you know how they'll have, like, sales on Veterans Day and stuff? Mm-hmm. They were having a 9-11, like, mattress sale. 
And all of the mattresses, so, so like you could get a queen mattress for a twin price. You could get a king mattress Ooh. for a twin price. Oh, that and is. And people got super good. angry. That is horrible. And then like at the end, it was something. Oh like, yeah, it's a great price. That, that's pretty funny. Oh, our pr- <laughs> our prices like are are like crashing down. Like these are amazing. Like They're get in here today. Crashing down. And then like somebody like knocked. A mattress over like on top of the people who were like announcing the commercial it was terrible <laughs> our prices are crashing down it's there's like, a conspiracy i bet they sold it's a like lot they're of kind of tone deaf for like you know how people see yeah that, so. like their marketing person should be like oh wait a second shouldn't somebody along that line have been wait a minute here i don't know if this is the best idea it was a pretty crappy commercial, so I highly doubt they have a marketing. Was it person. one of those like, uh, like those local commercials, like the Crazy Eddie or whatever? And yeah, like it was clearly like three people work at the store, and like one of them was probably videotaping the commercial, while the other two were in the commercial type of thing. Like it wasn't. I'm sure they don't have a marketing genius. Yeah, yeah. Well, they might. Well, it seems I mean, like they do. Yeah, they I send mean, it into whatever local network, and like the local network's like, sure, we'll air this. That's yeah, fine. why not? It'll be fine. <laughs> uh, the Dictionary of American Region of American Regional English has compiled a list of 50 American slang words and phrases that are on the cusp of extinction. Uh, they've conducted nearly 3,000 face-to-face interviews to find the words. And now they've partnered with a podcast network, ACAST, to bring them back. Their plan is simple. They're going to have programs on the network use the words during their shows to bring them back into the modern lexicon. Which is a terrible plan, because that's not how things work. But it does give us an opportunity to play a fun game, where I say a slang, and then uh, you guess either or you guess where it's from, and then what it means. I got this. I got this. You got this? You got I'm this? bad with the where All it's right. from part. Bat hide. <laughs> Matthew. Bat hide. <laughs> Come on, Matt, you got yeah. this. I feel like you should give where it's from, and then we might is have an a, idea of where to put it. Is this a okay. racist one? All right, no. All right, fine. This this is from the Southwest. Okay. It's a bat hide, huh? Yep. Well, obviously, it's uh, you use that to put like some kind of use an actual bat hide in the south to uh put like some kind of like a tortilla or like or like a a mexican dish of some sort or something in the bat hide and steam it you know and cook it and it's in the bat hide to get the juices right. of the bat hide does anybody else have any guesses no uh i don't know like the paper you roll a joint in where did oh, you that's say it a was good from idea. the southwest like the u.s yep southwest I have no idea. Doesn't sound like it should be like you take it's, a It's a dollar bat. bill. Oh. It's a name for a dollar bill. You should That's take a bat hide and you put, some, you put some food inside of Carlos it. Carlos was the closest the one. <laughs> <laughs> he said paper. <laughs> you can roll it up and smoke with James. All right, what's the next one? <clears throat> be on one's bean water. Wait, is that all oh, one the bean water? word? Yep, so like uh, you're, you're, on, you're on the bean water right now. Okay. Like, does it mean you're on my like shit you're uh, on that is from thin New ice? England? Like, from New England. Like my yep. shit list? Like you're on thin ice? Like you know when somebody says like you're on thin ice with me right now? Uh, it's to be in high spirits. Oh, <laughs> damn. God, you're on bean water. Talking right about now. the alcohol type of spirit. See, we course. should start saying that. You're on bean water right now, buddy. <laughs> I know I'm having. God, a great that does time. sound like you're on somebody's shit list. 
<laughs> You're on bean water, man. Watch out. That's not good water to be on. <clears throat> Here's another one from New England. A dish wiper. Well, obviously, it's a person at a restaurant. Is that kind of like an insult, like... <laughs> Like a mouth yeah. breather. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got this. They're calling them Mexican. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Well, that... <laughs> well, you know what that means, I feel right? like this is all we were thinking, though. Maybe not directly a Mexican. No, I'm saying, like, like, wherever this no, is, it's an insult I because you're a dishwasher. I was thinking an insult, like, yeah. no, it's, no, I think But he just brought it to who yeah, normally just bringing a race dishes. To it. No, yeah. yeah, this is them being racist. Like, they're they're just saying that there's a Mexican person who washing your dishes and that you're that Mexican yeah. person. No, it's, it's, it's just a dish towel, guys. Oh. <laughs> Casey, just you can't call them dish towels. <laughs> So that's kind of like a bubbler, huh? <laughs> if, yeah. if we're not from here and we said, well, what, what does a bubbler mean? No, wait, wait, where was that one from? Uh, that was Chicago? From, uh, no, oh, wait. New England, you said. The is New England. All right. Yep. Uh, this one is from uh, the Gulf States and the lower Mississippi Valley. Uh, ear screw. Well, obviously, it's fucking Q-tip. Q-tip. I say uh, an earring. Oh, yeah. That doesn't make any sense <laughs> at all. No, that's, that's what they call it. That's what they I call it. I can see why these are going extinct. <clears throat> this is from the South Atlantic. Fleech. <laughs> to what is it to fleech someone? Huh. A flying leech. Uh, <laughs> you, you, you bleach like, a flea. Man, you bleach. that guy was really fleeching that person. Well, you know how you can, like, fleece somebody? Oh, that's what it's they like call It's like that, except, you know, like, there's more blood sucking going hairs, on. You know? Fleeching. Yeah, dude, bleach the butthole. Uh, it means to coax, wheedle, flatter. The fuck does that mean? Like, to flatter somebody? <laughs> I mean, I know <laughs> you've never done it, but... But coax, wheedle, flatter? Why, well, why no, no, weedle? coax, wheedle, or flatter. Well, see, Matthew, oh, wheedle is a Pokemon. There's, there's uh, there's commas in there yes yes sorry um okay this one is from the midwest so we should be able to get this one mm-hmm. cheese curds <laughs> that's probably pretty accurate miller light goose drowner drowner like is there a d in there two d's that means i don't you, know why there's a, no, just a goose drowner what's a goose drowner? drowner that means yep. you uh you you shot a goose when you're goose hunting and you hit it in the water and it's a goose drowner you got a good shot there Killed the goose. Uh, no, I, I believe in a sentence it'd be like, oh, it's a goose drowner out there. It's pouring. It's raining cats and dogs. Yep. Oh, that's huh. actually pretty good. Uh, yeah. I am happy we don't use that. Is that what it actually well, is? Well, if a goose can it's drown. Raining. Yep. Yeah, heavy rain. I use that all the time. <clears throat> all right. <laughs> this is chief, chiefly from the south or uh, the south Midwest. <clears throat> Last button on Gabe's coat. Who is Gabe? I don't know. It's just the last button on Gabe's coat. It's the last straw. You got no more chances. Yeah, I was say something like That's that. what I was going to say. That's the last bit of food. Well, I don't want to eat buttons. <laughs> well, maybe they used to. <laughs> so you're lucky. That person is just really bad with taking care Soil of their clothing. Soil the green is people. All right, this one is from uh, the Southern Appalachians. What is Popskull? Popskull. Popsicle or Popskull? Popskull. P-O-P-S-K-U-L-L. Well, obviously it's a popsicle, but they don't know how to say popsicle. <laughs> yeah, that's, I'll go with that. That sounds, <laughs> that uh, sounds it, true. It is cheap or illegal whiskey. Popsicle? Yep. Popsicle. So that'd be like a buck fifty, no, whiskey? 
or alcohol in general? Uh, it's just cheap or illegal whiskey. Oh. So, like, it's a type of whiskey. So, like Old Thompson at Emma's. Yeah, that's Popsicle. So, I'm going to go in there and I'm going to order some Popsicle. Hey, can I get some Popsicle? We don't got any Popsicle, sir. Popsicle, I told you. I don't want to go. I want Popsicle on the rocks. Looking to pop my skull. Put in a Popsicle. This is from Delaware, Maryland, New Jersey, uh, and eastern Pennsylvania. What is a tacker? Well, obviously, it's what you use to put up a pitcher. Where someone, is this from? Someone who collects uh, money. It is Delaware, Maryland, New Jersey, and Eastern Pennsylvania. I feel like I've heard this word before. I just don't. Wait, say it again. Attacker. Attacker. What's attacker? What you used to put up a pitcher. That's a tech. <laughs> Somebody who tacker. works with his hands. Uh, no, a attacker is a child, especially a little boy. What, what in the f- <laughs> curtain climbers. I'd say a Todd or a just Tink. Tinker. Tink. From Grubbers. Alright, uh, what is a Wamus? This is from North Central Pennsylvania. A Wamus. W-A-M-U-S. Well, obviously they weren't top. Oh, that's good. A no. pastry. No, Do you remember were... the uh, old uh, commercials for McDonald's in there? It was that big purple guy who looked like a giant drum uh, gumdrop. Yeah, I think that's, it's that's grimace. Yeah. yeah, that's grimace. This is like his his uh, inbred cousin. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I was gonna say. Well, they didn't know what elves yeah, were, so they called like a, a walrus a wamus. <laughs> so it's a walrus, but they called it a wamus because they don't know what elves are. No, it is a men's work jacket. A wamus. A wamus. Oh, the fuck! All right, what kind of work? I got. Jacket I is got. Thr- hmm. Let's do. Let's do two more. I got two more. Better pick a good one. All right. This one is from the Appalachians. What is a whistle pig? I've heard this. A mouse? <laughs> Someone who tattles. A possum. I've heard this. Isn't there like a, a restaurant teapot? called no. Whistle uh, Pig? It's a groundhog, uh, also known as a woodchuck. Oh. Uh, and then, last one. What is a winkle hawk? This is from the Hudson Valley in New York. That is a sex act right there. <laughs> <laughs> the winkle hawk. <laughs> I gave her the old Winklehawk last yeah, night. Yeah, right, right. She's still alive. <laughs> <laughs> she survived the Winklehawk. Uh, just barely, just barely. It's what you call a literal bat's hide. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is a three-cornered tear in cloth. Oh, I thought you were going to say a threesome. Nope. Wait, so close. Uh, yeah. th- there's th- hey, tears in three corners. You guys have a Winklehawk tonight? No, so like if it's a tear that has <laughs> well, three corners. Yeah. It's. So you tear a piece of cloth and it has three corners? No. It's like, so if you have a tear and it's... I'm going to fucking draw this for you. Yeah, I'm He's just probably really... just going to draw a penis. <laughs> Maybe he is. That's, that's possible. I mean, it's not above our show. I think that's it. Let me yeah, see, too. It looks like too. a triangle. It looks There's like a triangle. also a piece of cloth that has a triangle on it. No, that has a triangle torn. And so it's like hanging on by... Tord. Oh, all right. Hanging all on up. by a Winklehawk. So it's just, it's just a torn piece of cloth. All yes, right. it's, it's a goddamn Winklehawk, okay? Seriously, cloth nobody uses Winklehawk. Nobody uses any of these. That's why they're going extinct. I've had enough. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that part. What was your last one? Winklehawk. You said you had three of them in there. What was your last no, one? I just oh, want to know. I just... I Oh, that was... I... I 
I know you yeah. skipped it. I was just wondering what the it was. Super one was. racist. Yeah, <laughs> that's why. <laughs> don't want to get too in the gutter here. No, uh, there was work brittle. Oh, which means easy to work or eager to work. Um, yep. And then there's tumble set, which is just a somersault because people are dumb. Then supple sawney, <laughs> which is a homemade jointed doll that can be made to dance. That's for the people who can't find women to dance yep. with. Uh, and then Sapon is cornmeal mush from New York. Gross. Yeah, there's a bunch of these, and there's a reason we don't use them anymore. It's because they're dumb. Just dumb. All right, let's try some more beer. This is the end of the news. What'd you bring, Jen? I'll grab a beer. All right. Some ancient brew. From a brewery that doesn't exist anymore? No, that moved and is under new ownership. Oh, where did they move the to? anymore. I don't know how cold Minute, this is, Minute. but okay. oh, it's got something written on it. I figured the other one shouldn't be too bad, so we'll try that one last. Right. This what? isn't from your guys' wedding, is it? It is actually. Oh. So it is actually so the original. It could be kind of sketchy. It is the original then, <laughs> um, huh? But yeah. this is pumpkin propaganda, so it's a pumpkin ale. Oh, so I really fitting. don't know. It's two years old. I don't know how well that stuff ages. Well, if it's out. bad, you don't have to drink. But the other one is barrel aged, so it might be fine. Huh. Huh. I'm give that a little, little open there, Pete. Little Get that in the microphone, eh? Does, does yeah, are you, are you uh, work brittle over there, Pete? You eager to work? <laughs> yep. It's got that waxed got wax shit on it. up on top. Seven. Do you want to try my key ring one? I'll get it. Oh, man, this is fun. Yeah, yeah you get, get the snap of this. I need to rinse my glass. Um, We can do that. Somehow. Carl's, Carl's, will you make a, uh, we just run and grab a pitcher of water from upstairs? We got a two-year-old right here. Uh, hey, what's, what's the name (laughs) of this beer? I wonder if I can pull it up on Beer Advocate. Um, pumpkin, pumpkin propaganda. Pumpkin prop. Come on. You can do it, Beer Advocate. Pumpkin propaganda from American Sky. Pumpkin? Pumpkin. Pumpkin. No, it's, got some pumpkin. it's pumpkin. I know, I got it. It's got pumpkin. It. Oh. It's pumpkin. Uh, it's a 5.2% uh, pumpkin ale from American Sky Brewing, formerly in uh, Wisconsin. Um, released, I don't know, it was added in 2014, so. Your story adds up. Um, barely. Just barely, though. Uh, no uh, beer advocate score, so. We'll kind of see What's how What's that goes. mean? means that nobody drank it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it means it's going to be really good. I just don't want cherry in my beer. All right. I know that cherry might enhance the taste. <laughs> or not. Good. No, it won't. You want to... Pass that water down here then when you're... Alright. It keeps autocorrecting to blind, unjustified studios. We're Well, we are unjustified. There really is no justification for blind us. Blind, unjust. Oh, no! I know, I Matthew? didn't pour very well either. Matthew? We all get it. He's busy on the phone. Alright, so, so initially... In yeah, it, it still has a pumpkin smell, or at least the pumpkin spice. You know, I just pass it down here since he's... Since Matt doesn't care. Um, 
Yeah, it still I has carbonation. Dicking over here. Uh, so I'm I'm worried that it's gonna be just like it was when it came out. <laughs> Peter. That's not very nice. Peter. Can't say that. Peter. Yeah, it's surprisingly carbonated and almost a little overcarbonated. Like there was some sort of infection in the bottle. Possibly. And I could like smell it from across the table. Yeah. Yeah. It's been trapped in there in the bottle. Trying to get out. Um, yeah, it definitely tastes different. Uh, I'm trying to, <laughs> the, the carbonation is over the top. So there, there was something in there that kept fermenting, I think. <laughs> this whole time. So that means that it might be a little stronger. Yeah, it, it might it, be a it, little it, off here. <laughs> <laughs> that pumpkin flavor is really trying to cover it up, but it's just, yeah. It's there. The, and then there's something, there's, the something, there's something, something wonky like in the base after beer. You, after you take a sip and it, like, the taste sits in your mouth, I, it's just like this odd That's taste funk. on my tongue. Yeah, uh, this is an unintentional sour. <laughs> Pumpkin sour. <laughs> All right. Yeah, there's just, like, there's, it's a little, uh, little cardboardy and... Man, there's something really funky on the back I, end. Yeah, I, I cannot put my finger on that. I think it's just the settleage, because like the flavors are completely separated now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't think a beer like, a like this is then... supposed to be left to sit for two years. No, probably not. Well, I mean, if you're going to wax a beer, it needs to be able to be set for a while, right? Otherwise, it seems like a waste of waxing Give a beer. Give it 20 years. And it'll be great. That'd be weird. It'll taste like... Dust. Here you go, Matt. I do not it want does. to try it at all. You gotta try it, Matt. Just Matthew. try a little bit. Oh, come on, Matt. Just a little bit. Nut up, buttercup. Everybody is Aren't you pissed it. now that you opened your wedding beer? <laughs> well, I gotta be opened. I'll save the bottle. You should have saved it for 20 years. See what it tastes like. Oh, my God. It would have tasted like vinegar. Okay. <laughs> that, that would be a... Uh... A sour pumpkin. Yeah. I mean... The, it does smell the... like a sour. <laughs> yeah, there's... Uh... All right, all right, Carlos. We're gonna start with you. All right. It definitely gross is oh. off taste. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like pumpkin to begin with, and that's no. No, thank you. Gross. Casey's just chugging it over there. Well, it's definitely off tasting. I mean, it's definitely surprisingly carbonated for being an older beer, and mm. it's I don't know. Like, there's a little pumpkin in there. I don't really get the spice, any of the spice that I'm assuming is supposed to be in there. I just mostly, the mostly the pumpkin f- flavor yeah. and kind of like a watery taste to it, too. Yeah, I think uh, the extra carbonation and the watery taste, yeah, that is a good use of that bucket. <laughs> <laughs> Barrel aged, up next. Yep. All right, so uh, what, what would you give it as a score? We can't do that. Oh yeah, I've said we got to go all the way around. I'm no, sorry. No, no, we can't give it a. We can't rate it. I feel like fun. it's hard to describe oh, it can. and rate it because <laughs> we it's can a rate beer the shit that's been aged beer. for two years that wasn't supposed to be aged. Uh well, then we'll preface it with that. All right, Jen, what do you think of the beer? Yeah, it's off. It has a, f- yeah, it has a funky taste, and I'm it's sure. Got some funk. I'm sure that's because it wasn't whatever been these last two years. I don't. I don't know what happened in my basement. So well, I mean, it was sealed, so it's like it just wasn't. I know, meant but to I be, mean, yeah, it wasn't know. meant to sit somewhere for two years. Yeah, it wasn't terrible, but <laughs> wasn't really that drinkable. <laughs> Matt, uh, that would be a two. 
A two? All right. I'm just, just going right into the rating. All right. Um, well, I guess I'll kick. I'll I'll go off of Matt's cue here and give it a rating. Uh, I'm gonna give it. Had this beer been fresh, I think it would have made it like a five. Um, but I'm not a big thing. Uh, I I don't like pumpkin beers, and they can such be such a weird flavor. Yeah. Um, I always like Pitchforks ones. So. Pitchforks is good because you taste the beer first, the pumpkin second. Yeah. A lot of them are pumpkin first, and this was definitely pumpkin first. Yeah, like at least it was like pumpkin pie first. I mean, yeah, if the flavor's still there after two years. I yeah. mean. sour pumpkin, just what um, everybody wants. But the way, it, like at least this bottle with how how contaminated it was, I'm gonna give it a one because it one. is. Oh my god, dude, you're an asshole. No, I'm just kidding. I, it's an undrinkable beer. It's super infected, uh, which is a product of bottling. I don't not like using infected. I it feel is like infected. I'm gonna die if it's infected. Oh no! I mean, it's not gonna. It's not harmful infection. No. It just, just makes it taste. Well, good. let's yeah. not go that far. It might be. Yeah, we'll find out an hour from now. Well, uh, this will be our last podcast ever because we're all gonna die after this. Carlos, give it a rating. I'm gonna give it a two. All right. That's that's all. That's all I have to say on the matter. All right. Jen? I'll be nice and say... A three? A three. (laughs) (laughs) That high? Two, two point five. (laughs) All right. Should I get the other one? Yeah, let's try the other one. We need a palate cleanser. (laughs) Or hopefully a palate cleanser at least. (sighs) Oh, it will be. It's It's barrel. It's barrel-aged stout. We should be fine. Unless it's infected. Which stout is this one? Is it the Russian? No, which uh, one? Bourbon Barrel Age Sneak Attack. Yeah, it's Russian. Ooh, Sneak Attack! Bourbon Barrel Aged. That one doesn't have wax. Uh, 14% ABV. Yes, they used the wax on the ale, but not on this one. Yes, they did use wax. Oh, you tore it's it just, off already. It, it's a, oh, it's just a thin coating? Thin coat of wax. Ooh. Holy moly. Rocky. All right, this one is also by American Sky Brewing, uh, formerly of Hudson, Wisconsin. Is it also um, two years old, or is this one? This is probably like two and a half years old. Oh, wow. Oh, uh, look at that pour. That is thick. Just thick. Just oil. That's nasty. Yeah. Excuse me, right there. Ooh. I mean, uh, if anybody wants any more of that pumpkin beer, there's... Yeah, there's <laughs> <a whole laughs> if anybody wants to die tonight, <laughs> help yourself. I think we still oh, got wow. some uh, cherry. can definitely smell it from here. If Rick was here, we could give him a dollar to chug it. <laughs> Just a dollar? We could probably talk him less than that. 50 cent? Unless he has standards now. All right, initially it smells probably great. Not. Matthew's scared to try his. All right. Um, yeah, so I get, when I smell it, like chocolate and almost like a coffee. Rick says he's glad we're using the BNS chat right now. <laughs> um, taste-wise, a lot of barrel, like right away. And then almost like maple. But it's very good. Definitely getting that bur- the uh, bourbon taste in there. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's bourbony. It's bourbony. Yeah. It's, it's, oh, it's, it's, uh, it's close to what bourbon uh, is. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, 
That it is, definitely is warming my stomach. That is a good beer. Yeah, it's good. I could drink a lot of that. Yeah, this one I could sip for a little while. Well, well I see, mean, if you start drinking a lot of it, you're going to get wasted you're gonna real fall quick. This is oh, yeah. a beer that's supposed to be aged yes. and can be aged well, for, like, years. If, it feels like this is, this is like, it's, it's at its sweet spot right now. Because I don't know what I would really change about this beer. Yeah, it's like, good. yeah I feel like if it good. was aged for too much longer, it'd almost be... It like miss, might miss that peak. Yeah, and it'd almost be like all you would get was the strong bourbon, bourbon and you wouldn't get anything Well, there's else. still a lot of sweetness there for me. Still mm-hmm. a bit sweet. Chocolatey. Mm-hmm. Matt? I like it. It's a sipper. It's a sipper, yeah. You're going to have yep. some of that pumpkin, too. No. <laughs> you should I just sent Rick a Snapchat do to that. chug it for a buck, but... Chug oh, okay. for a buck? You should. It's a good plan. Man, if you chugged this thing, though, you'd be you'd be pretty hammered. Yes. Um, I'm going to give this beer... Yeah, what's the percentage An eight and a half. This? 14. 14. Yeah. Wait, it's 14. And now what is it? Yeah. It's bourbon. <laughs> and bourbon. That, would that go up over... Uh, no, that won't go up over time. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm going to give this an eight and a half. This is a really good beer. Yeah, I just need some rocks in my glass to be ice cold, and then I could be a... No, yeah. it's at the perfect temperature, too. Nope, not for me. Yeah. These are supposed to be, like, room temperature. Yeah. A little colder, get that bite away for me, because that's one thing with beer that I... That's true, yeah. yeah. Depend- like a, it depends how you mm. Yeah, I know, like, like there's, it. like, a, on the back end, it's, like, a chocolate maple. It's just so good. Yeah. I only took one sip. I'm trying to remember the back end. <laughs> I do have another one of these in my basement, so... Right. Five years. We'll do five years. Yeah, I'll give this yeah. one uh, eight and a half also. Yeah, I'll go at the eight, eight and a half mark. I'll do 8.25. I'll do an eight. All right, cool. Redemption. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, we definitely ran the... I'm glad that we did this one second. Well, yeah, that was my this thinking. This is the most disappointing like, thing ever. I was, <laughs> I was very nervous about the pumpkin, and I was like, well, do that one first because I know you can yep. age the bourbon barrel, and yeah. it'll be fine. You're going to put some cherry in your mix here. them together. Yeah. Oh, yeah, drop a little cherry in there. Dude. Do it. Dude. Do it. Not yet. You wait till it gets down there. All right. So for our discussion topic today... Um, it's an interesting one. Yes. This here. Uh, we have we have one paper copy around if people want to look at that. But we're going to talk about Jack the Ripper. And finally put to rest who exactly the Ripper was. Well, um, I don't think we're going to put it to rest. Oh, we are. This is going to be the definitive uh, discussion. In years, historians will BNS refer goes. back to it. We know. We used our time machine and we went back and we studied the crime scenes. And we figured out what happened. Well, I must have been sleeping for that, too. I mean, that. <laughs> well, Carlos, you got to stop sleeping all the time. I guess. All right. So uh, before we, before we uh, dig into this too much here. Um, so with Jack the Ripper, you have what are called the the canonical. The, the cana- the, why can't I say the word? Carlos, say the word for me. I was going to say canonical. you can try mine first. <laughs> all right. Um, murders, which, is, which are uh, Marianne Nichols, Annie Chapman, Elizabeth Stride, Catherine... Catherine Eddowes and Mary Jane Kelly, and then you have the Whitechapel murders, which um, encompass those and then a few more. And at one point or another, they've all been tentatively tied to Jack the Ripper. So, um, for those of you who don't know, Jack the Ripper was a uh, was supposedly That's a nice. serial killer that was active in uh, the Whitechapel area of London um, between 1888 and 1889, um, and then. Mm-hmm. 
some sources say maybe into the 1890s. Takes away the booze. Yeah, if you put a little doe eyes in there. Yeah, and there's fires. That's really good. All right. Good. Uh, somebody talk about one of the murders before I'm trying this. I gotta well, get right. to my page. So, uh, the first one. Are we just gonna talk about all of them? Yeah, yeah, we'll just kind of work our way through. All right, so the first of the canonical murders is uh, Emma Smith, Tuesday, April 3rd, 1888, in the early mor- hours she, of the morning. She's not a canonical. She's just a Whitechapel murder. Oh, I just... I'm just looking at the list you sent me. Yeah, yeah, yeah no. Start with Emma Smith. That's All the right. first one in the White, oh. uh, Whitechapel files. Well, I was just going. Actually, I yeah. So she it says that she survived the attack and managed to walk back to her home at 18 George Street. She claimed to be attacked by a group of two or three men, one of them a youth, and didn't name anyone. So right away, like this is well, I guess she's like te- if it was technically Jack the Ripper, that was it was uh, multiple people for her, mm-hmm. and she got away. And then she was taken to a medical examination, which revealed a blunt object had been inserted into her vagina, rupturing her peritoneum. <laughs> her abdominal cav- yeah. cavity. Jen's like, wait, what did I come to do? <laughs> yeah, sorry. Uh, and she died the next day in the morning. And the uh, th- uh, apparently Detective Walter Dew wrote that he thought Smith was the Ripper's first victim. Uh, then next is uh, Martha Tabram. And it's worth noting that all of these are prostitutes. Yeah. So With that first one, I, I was just thinking, though, like, that's so different from all the rest of the Yeah, matters. no, the, the yeah. first one, um, it, it's only been linked a few times. Uh, but so, there was a file um, that was kept, I want to say it was kept by Aberdeen, Detective Aberdeen, uh, or Aberline, and he, uh, he called it the Whitechapel file, and these were all the murders in that file. I just feel like this was some sick asshole on this one that was like, hey, I'll give you a hundred bucks to insert this into your vagina, and she's like, okay. And then he kicked it. Yeah, because that there's no knives, there's no actual mm-hmm. like grotesqueness to this one. It's kind of like, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the, the next one is Martha Tabram. Uh, that was Tuesday, August 7th, 1888, at about 2.30 a.m. Just four days later. Just four days later, um, and also early in the morning. Um, the, her body was found at the George Yard buildings, and she was stabbed 39 times with a short blade. Uh, but there was no body mutilation. Um, police suspected soldiers stationed uh, near the Tower of London or the Wellington barracks were uh, were responsible, but no uh, no suspects were found. Um, and the police did not connect it to the Emma, and Emma Smith's murder, uh, but they they did tentatively connect it to later murders. Um, as far as the Ripper goes. Because there was no body mutilation, and it was a shorter blade, I don't know if it yeah, this, really this fits in. Yeah, this just like somebody that was pissed off, kind of, or something. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I do have to say, though, like, if you, uh, like, there's a lot of, like, I don't know if, like, they just saved a lot of the records from this or something, because it sounds like, like, you see a lot of actual police work for something that happened in, like, the 1800s. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah no, there's a lot of uh, surviving police files. Yeah. A lot of that could be going back on what was happening at, like, okay, all this other shit is happening. Maybe we can try and link all these mm-hmm. so more police work was done with them or something, too. Yeah, like actual, like, detective work's going on. Like, I mean, I if, I was just if these two that. are connected to the Jack the Ripper, then it'd be kind of like, okay, he hasn't gotten to his meticulous kind of mutilations and whatever and is just on a killing rampage going yeah. into his more calculated things. But And, like, if you read about... Those, like, fir- those first two just don't yeah. seem right. Yeah, they just know. don't fit. Uh, Matt, you want to take the next one? Marianne Nichols? 
Uh, August 31st, so almost a month, well, end about of the month, yeah. an end of the month, about a month later, at uh, 3.45 in the morning, uh, murdered in Bucks Row, uh, back street in Whitechapel. The body is discovered by Charles Cross on the ground in front of the gated stable entrance. Uh, her throat was slit left to right, which is a normal thing through Jack the Ripper murders. Uh, the abdomen mutilated by deep jagged cut. Uh, several shallower incisions across the abdomen, and three or four small cuts on the right side caused by the same knife used to violently used violently and downwards. Um, initial investigations with were with little success. Uh, the press linked it to two previous murders and suggested the killing may have been done by a gang. Uh, the Star newspaper was the first to suggest that it was a single killer. Suspicion of the serial killer in London brought the detectives Frederick Aberde- Aber- Aberline. Aberline, Henry Moore, and Walter Andrews. The coroner Baxter dismissed the possibility that the murders were con- connected. This is uh, three weeks after the previous one. Yeah. yeah. And this is the first, uh, this, like, so this is the first instance where the press kind of took us, took a theory and ran with it. Yeah. And created the persona of Jack the Ripper. And yeah, what the the press, I don't know how much detail was in the actual press thing, but with that slit left to right, that is a normal thing through the rest of all of these, mm-hmm. with the throat being slit left to right. Yes. Um, and this was the first of the uh, the, the canonical uh, yeah. murders. Yep. I wonder if there was any like information that they didn't release right away to like the public, and like uh, so like they would like know. Well, I guess they didn't know that uh, for sure that it was a serial killer yet, but. Just because, like, I've, I remember, like, I've been listening to, like, other, like, cold case stuff and, like, mm-hmm. how, like, uh, they'll try to keep certain things, like, uh, secret. And then sometimes, like, a mayor will, like, to reassure people will, like, accidentally reveal it to everybody. Yep. Like, oh, well, now that's shot. Now everybody, know- now the killer knows that you know what car he drives. And I wonder how much is, how much information was bought out at this time, too, like, what it is nowadays. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I don't know uh, what the relationship between the police and the press uh, was if it's anything like the From Hell movie or something, that a lot of that press was bought out in there. Okay, but all right, wait, uh, bought out like uh, maybe uh, Coke Zero's planning do was planning yeah, on doing exactly. a uh, Jack the Ripper brand style <laughs> at the time, <laughs> <laughs> just in the shape of a dead prostitute. <laughs> all right, uh, Pete, you want to take Annie Chapman? <clears throat> nope. Uh-uh. All right, all right, um, that's fine. Anyone else? Uh, yeah, I got it. <laughs> Uh, Saturday, uh, so Annie Chapman is, uh, she, yep, so she's, she's the second, uh, canonical, uh, killing, uh, and she was killed September 8th between 2 a.m. and 6 a.m. Uh, she was found on the ground, uh, near a doorway, uh, in the backyard of 29 Hanbury Street, um, and the knife used to kill her was 6 to 8 inches in length, which, um, is pretty close to the knife that was used to kill, um, Marianne Nichols. Um, she left her home at 2 a.m. the night she died to collect money from a client for rent. Um, and the wounds, her throat was slit left to right. Uh, and then she was disemboweled with her intestines thrown out of her abdomen and over each shoulder. Um, and then part of her uterus was missing. Um, pathologist George Bagster Phillips uh, suggested that the murderer possessed anatomical knowledge. And this is a fact that kept cropping up through a lot of these murders. Um, where they thought that the killer might have been a surgeon or somebody with some sort of medical training. Um, and then this is the murder that sparked a widespread panic in London. Uh, shortly after the, mur- the murder, uh, a mob attacked the, com- the Commercial Road police station, um, and then Samuel 
Montagu, uh, a member of parliament for Whitechapel, offered a £100 reward uh, after rumors that the attacks were uh, Jewish ritual killings to bring the killer to justice. Yeah, I actually see quite a few thi- uh, uh, a lot stabs of, at uh, yeah, Jews there's, here. There's a lot of uh, anti-Semitism yeah. attached with this. That, and that was something I had no idea of until I started researching it. Um, and then Chief Inspector Donald Swanson um, was appointed to coordinate the investigation from Scotland Yard. Um, and then a German hairdresser, Charles Ludwig, was taken into cu- custody on, on the 18th of September on suspicion of the murders and was later released. But nobody trusts Do you think German that was just because it was a guy hairdresser? Probably. Back at the time. Well, barbers. Yeah, I suppose it was yeah. mostly all guys at the time. Yeah. Uh, Carlos, you want to do Elizabeth Stride? Sure. Uh, so Elizabeth Stride was uh, Sunday, September 30th, 1888, which was, let's see how far after that was. Uh, that's quite a bit Two after. Two months since the first one. Mm-hmm. And it was like a, a couple, quite a few weeks after uh, the last one was September 8th. And this one was also around uh, 1 a.m. And a body was found in uh, Dutfield's yard inside the gateway of 40 Burner Street. Killed minutes before the body was found. Throat cut left to right, no body mutilation. The killer was potentially interrupted. Uh, the only murder committed south of Whitechapel Road, and the blade was shorter than the two previous murders. Um, and it's it's worth noting that so far all of the cuts have been um, left to right, which uh, means somebody right-handed if they're cutting from behind. Yeah, that's like one of the theories. It's yep. like... Uh, I th- one of the ones I saw later on was like how like they made made, made them go face down and then cut them while they're face down. Oh, on the ground. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then that same night was Catherine Eddowes, and I believe both of these are considered uh, canonical, um, though there's some differences in the two. Uh, so at one forty-five the same night, um, the body of Elizabeth Stride was found. Uh, Catherine, Catherine was killed uh, at about a 12-minute walk away from uh, where Elizabeth was. Um, and then she was killed less than 10 minutes prior to being found. And her throat was slit left to right with a sharp pointed knife at least six inches long. Um, and her face and abdomen were mutilated. Uh, the intestine drawn out over the right shoulder with a detached length between her torso and left arm. And her left kidney and most of her uterus were removed. So this one is, seems very similar to Annie Chapman but not very similar to uh, the Elizabeth Stride murder. Um, pathologist Frederick Gordon Brown and city medical officer uh, William Sedgwick Saunders agreed that the killer had considerable, considerate, considerable knowledge of the organs, um, and Edo's uh, apron was found bloody and stained uh, in the passage of the doorway leading to 108 to 119 Golston Street, about a third of a mile from the murder scene at 3 a.m., um, and then chalk writing on the doorway read either the Jews are the men that will not be blamed for nothing or the Jews are not the men uh, who will be blamed for, for nothing. It should be noted that they did not spell Jews right. Yes. Uh, it was J-U-W-E-S. So right understand. now the person has not displayed a great uh, ability to spell correctly. Yeah, but has some sort of... Uh, the other thing, like, they say, like, he got interrupted in the middle of that yeah. first mm-hmm. one, but what if he also just killed that one to get everybody over in that one area right. so he could do this 45 minutes um, later And then the uh, Golston Street is on a direct route uh, from Mitre Square to Flower and Dean Street, where both Elizabeth and Catherine live. So they lived uh, near each other. Uh, you want to take Mary Kelly? 
Uh, Mary Kelly, Friday, November 9th, so that isn't much longer. Wait, no, there was no Octobers, were there? Yep. Yeah, no, it's it's two full months almost. Wow. Uh, so November 9th, 1888, before 10.45 a.m., which is a lot earlier than most of these other ones. Uh, killed in the single room where she lived on 13 Miller Court. The wounds are throat slashed, abdomen cavity sliced open, and all her viscera removed and uh, spread throughout the room. The breasts were cut off, face mutilated beyond recognition, and thighs partly cut through the through to the bone with some muscles removed. Mm. Beautiful. Mm, this is delightful. <laughs> uh, the victim was undressed with her clothes folded near the chair. Some clothes burned, thought by Aberdeen to be the Aberlin, to, uh, to be burned for light for the killer. Uh, James Monroe appointed commissioner of the Metropolitan Police after Charles Warren resigns. The police surgeon Thomas Bond uh, posits that Nicholas Chapman, Stride, and Dowds, and Kelly were all killed by the same person. This is the first time the police admitted that there might be some connection between them. I think that that is... Oh, this next one might be the, the last one that in the movie From Hell, if anybody remembers that. That Mary Kelly, she was the final, final victim before I think it's one of these next ones that... Uh, no, uh, Mary Kelly's the last uh, canonical. Well, there's something where like he got away with the murder of her and then he was in the movie, he was like, outed and then oh, that's okay. when he left the city of london or something because there was no actual person found okay yeah. all right yeah um carlos you want to take mary kelly oh did i go too far nope you're on rose millet oh yeah oh i'm sorry you just did mary kelly yeah yep. all right yeah rose millet so this is thursday december 20th uh, 1888 found in clark's yard yep. so a uh, month and a half after yeah. mary kelly off of pop off poplar high street uh strangled uh, no signs of struggle, possibly self-inflicted. It says. Yeah. So this one, like nothing, nothing matches with the with the Ripper yeah. killers or killings. Oh, fine. A little bit more. <laughs> well, it's been sitting there. Um, and then Alice McKenzie, uh, Wednesday, July seventeenth, eighteen eighty nine. So full like seven months after the last one, uh, was found in Castle Alley in Whitechapel. Um, and then she had her throat slashed and had uh, multiple uh, abdominal wounds. But a shorter blade was used, and the wounds weren't as deep. And it, uh, it was ruled as a possible copycat. Um, and then there's one last one. You want to take that one? Uh, she emigrated from Poland. Her name is Sverinklowski or something. Uh, between 18... 18- no, 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 that's the Francis. Yeah, Francis. Francis Coles. Oh, Francis Coles, 1891, February 13th. Oh, that's like two years later. Uh, a swallow at Swallow Gardens, a passageway underneath the railway arc between Chamber Street and Royal Mint Street in Whitechapel. Uh, she was thrown to the ground, throat cut twice, left to right, no mutilations. Jack Sadler arrested and charged with murder. Later released on lack of evidence. Yep. And before we do the suspects, let's talk about the letters. So after, um, I believe it was after the, uh, it was either the chat, yeah, after the Chapman murder, um, letters started uh, being sent to um, the police station uh, saying that they are from the Ripper. Uh, and three are viewed as actually possibly from, from one of the, ki- or from the killer. 
Um, so the first one is called the Dear Boss Letter. It was written in red ink, and it was postmarked September 27th, 1888. Uh, Dear Boss, I keep on hearing the police have caught me, but they won't fix me just yet. I have laughed when they look so clever and talk about being on the right track. That joke about leather apron uh, gave me real fits. I am down on whores, and I shan't quit ripping them till I do get buckled. Uh, grand work the last job was. I gave the lady no time to squeal. How, how can they catch me now? I love my work and want to start again. You will soon hear, hear of me with my funny little games. I saved some of the proper red stuff in a ginger beer bottle over the last job to write with, but it went thick like glue and I can't use it. Red ink is fitting enough, I hope. Ha ha. The next job I do shall clip the lady's ears off and send to the police officers just for jolly, wouldn't you? Uh, keep this letter back till I do a bit more work, then give it out straight. My knife's so nice and sharp, I want to get to work right away if I get a chance. Good luck, yours truly, Jack the Ripper. Um, don't mind Don't mind me giving the trade name. P.S. Wasn't good enough to post this before I got all the red ink off my hands. Curse it, no luck yet. They say I'm a doctor now, ha ha. So, the only problem with this letter is the next killing didn't have anything with the ears being cut off or anything like that that was never a mutilation that was seems like a fake yeah definitely seems like a fake but it seems a little terrifying carlos you want to talk about the saucy jack letter sure uh so the handwriter ha- handwriting is apparently similar to the dear boss letter it's also written in red ink and it was postmarked october 1st 1888 and it says i was not coddling dear old boss when i gave you the tip You'll hear about Saucy Jackie's work tomorrow, double event this time. Number one squealed a bit, but couldn't finish straight off. Ha, not the time to get ears for police. Thanks for keeping last letter back till I got to work again. Jack the Ripper. Alright, and that was the 1st of October? Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, so... That that one does fit with the Elizabeth Stride and Catherine Eddowes murders, and, and it is, does link them. This is in the the chronological one or whatever. Yep, the, okay. the canonical. Um, so that one that one seems like it's it might be actually from the killer, but and then it references the dear boss letter. So maybe he was trying he was trying to take Elizabeth Stride's ears before. Um, before he was he was interrupted, and then do you want to do the from hell letter, Matt? Uh, yeah, a bunch of the letters are missing in the letter, but I'll see what I can do. I uh, think that's yeah, but that's uh, I I transcribed it directly from the oh okay thing. I think it says Mr. Lusk. Well, it was uh, October fifteenth, eighteen eighty eight, mm-hmm. from hell. Uh, Mr. Lusk, I'm guessing that's a sorry. I send you half the kidney I took from one woman, preserved it for. You together price? Tother price. Yeah, I don't know. I ate. I fried, I fried and ate it. Uh, it was nice. Uh, I may send you a bloody knife that took it out for something, something, something. For only. What if you say? only wait a while. If you only wait a while. <laughs> if you only wait a while. Longer. Longer. <laughs> only wait a while longer. Okay. Uh, yeah, so this this from Hell Letter. Oh, a wait, lot of people. Wait, wait. Signed. Catch me when you can. Mr. Lusk. So a lot of people think that this uh, from hell letter uh, is in it, but with the misspellings and stuff, I don't think it is. Um, I feel like it's not in the same tone as the others. 
Well, it might have been a copycat killer who then, uh, who like maybe did one of the murders and then uh, he sent in his own letter. Mm-hmm. Or if he's having somebody else send him in for him to. Yeah. Because he didn't want to, doesn't want to take the risk. Well, himself. it's definitely. What's quite weird a bit, is I did not uh, realize different. how much of that from Hell movie was actually real. <laughs> like they added a lot of things yeah. into it, but overall they followed exactly everything that we just read here, mm-hmm. which is weird. That's yeah, a little terrifying, right? Yeah, just a little, a little like. All right, so let's let's look at the suspects. There's there's a pretty wide pool, and people get added and taken off the list all the time. Um, like at one point, Lewis Carroll was apparently a suspect. Yeah, I saw that. That was which weird. is, well, yeah, which is just ridiculous. And a lot of the suspects. Um, that are mentioned aren't weren't even in the country at the time of the murders, uh, or were never near Whitechapel. Um, so the first one is uh, Swirian uh, Kloski. Instead Klos- of reading Kloski. through all these, should we all just choose one that? There we, we think? go. Let's do that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, let's let's start. Uh, we'll start with Carlos. What is your what's what's your Jack the Ripper theory? So I'm gonna go. Well, my, I think that it was a. Uh, well, if you like, remember that first one, like it was like right at the very beginning, and like there was like it was said multiple people, and like uh, mm-hmm. and the girl got away, and then she eventually died. So I wonder if like maybe he like maybe wasn't acting alone the whole time, like not necessarily, uh, like he may have like made the killings, but maybe he had like somebody out as like lookout <coughs> or something or something like that. Uh, but th- but uh, that would also allow him to like uh, for example the person I ha- chose was uh, John Pizer, uh, known as Leather Apron. He was a bootmaker in Whitechapel. He's actually uh, in the letter like he was like that like the person like in the first letter was like the guy could laugh at like the mm-hmm. I think it was like a reference to this guy like that definitely wasn't that guy. I can't believe you thought it was that guy. Uh, so you think he was trying to throw him off? Yeah, that's possible. Okay. Uh, he was a bootmaker. Uh, he believed to have committed a string of minor assaults on prostitutes. Uh, and the thing is, he has alibis for the murders of Nichols and Chapman. The first one was staying with family during uh, Nichols' murder, which, uh, you know, if you're staying with family, that's not the strongest alibi because they could lie. And the other one was that he was watching a fire while talking with police with a policeman during Chapman's. <laughs> Which is, I mean, he's talking with a policeman while watching a fire during the time that one of the murders happens. Like that kind of sounds like he like could have possibly just set that up. Mm-hmm. So like if he had a second person helping him, that person could have gone and done it while he was uh, setting up an alibi to try okay. to protect himself. That makes sense. So that's that's just my theory. Okay. Um, Pete, do you have a theory? I think I'm kind of leaning towards the multiple killers at one point there because there were a couple that were in, inconsistent in like yeah. different areas. I mean, I think him murdering people sparked a bunch of other people to not give a shit about murdering okay. people, so they just did it. Otherwise, James Kelly kind of seemed uh, like a prime suspect. It's a dude that killed his wife and then uh, went to an asylum and then he got out and then he uh, eventually, I think, he moved to America. And they found uh, him like... Years yeah. later, like 30-something years later. Yeah, he showed back up at the asylum where he escaped uh, in 1927. Uh, and then yeah. died in 29. So maybe that guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Could have been that guy. <laughs> Matt? I keep thinking about that from Hell movie. It's giving me a skewed perception because uh, Ian Holm played such a like uh, very smart doctor, coronary, yep. or cor- whatever person or whatever. But... uh. 
I do enjoy the the poet in London around the time of the murders and his handwriting fit the from hell letter. Oh, uh, James Kenneth Stig. Yeah, Steven. and he hated yeah. women. I don't know. There was just something about that guy and the from hell letter just allures me. But uh, the other one was um, which one was it? Uh, Francis Tumbley or whatever Tumblety. Uh, he was uh, earned a small fortune posing as Indian herb doctor in the U.S. and Canada, and he was arrested in 1865 for alleged compl- uh, complicity for the assassination of Abraham Lincoln. I mm-hmm. don't know, yeah, for some reason. Uh, so what? He probably left USA and went to England at that time. Yeah. Uh, well, he was. He was. Uh, eventually, no connection was found between him and the assassination. Yeah. Atten- or uh, assassination. Um, and then he was released, and then he went back to England in 1888. Yeah, about 20 years later or so. Uh, I guess he's rumored to have a collection of wombs from every class of women, which is weird. And uh, he was arrested for homosexuality in 18 November of 1888 and fled to France then. Arrest him. And back he's to gay. the U.S. in 89. So, I don't know. There, There's a lot of little things in there that are just kind of like, hmm. But the thing is, like, if... Uh, he seems like a smart guy. That's that's the thing that kind of gets me because all like the the actual murders of taking the womb out and the yep. everything. It needs like a, a smarter guy. Well, yeah. on the other hand, it asylum. sounds like people like uh, may have been just trying to point the finger. Like just yeah. rumors yeah. of a collection of wombs, which is pretty weird. Uh, he was arrested for homosexuality, so you like know that people probably didn't think much of him. Yeah. And then he also was uh, accused of uh, being complicit in the assassination of Abraham. Oh, well, that was uh, like twenty years previously, though. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, so I have I have two theories. Uh, the first one is that there is no Jack the Ripper. These are all just unrelated murders that got strung together uh, because they were trying to find a connection, and the press uh, really focused on the fact that they were all connected. Um, but then you have Charles Allen uh, Lechmore, or Lechmere, uh, who's also known as Charles Cross, who found the body of uh, Nichols. Um, and was at there, and he was a meat cart driver, and he gave a false name to the police uh, when he found the Nichols body. He gave the false name Charles Cross, um, and then he claimed to have just come across the body, um, like just a couple of minutes. But he uh, he was later found to to have been there for a while before the police showed up. Like he had found the body for or at least nine minutes prior to what he was claiming. Um, and then his work route places him near all of the other murders, near the times that they would have uh, occurred. And his profession as a meat cart driver uh, would have allowed his blood-splattered uh, appearance to escape suspicion. Mm-hmm. So it just seems like he's like he's he's a pretty prime suspect. Plus, as uh, as a meat cart driver and probably a butcher, he has you, you uh, have an idea of anatomy there. Yeah, yeah. you yeah. have a little bit of an idea. And if he had heard rumors of um like of a guy who had all the wombs and stuff then he would be able to cover his tracks a little bit like that and start taking body parts for whatever reason jen do you have an idea over there you've been reading along um, with us not really i didn't like study jack the ripper before coming here <laughs> don't um, repeat Dent either no heck no i had plenty of time too <laughs> i have an excuse um I don't know. I like the Jill the Ripper theory. Yeah, that's a good one, too. <laughs> uh, that's that's the theory. Um, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle of uh, Sherlock Holmes fame uh, proposed that one. And the theory is that the killer worked or posed as a midwife. Uh, that's an interesting one, yeah. Yeah. Who's a man? Like, I don't know. Wouldn't they kind of know anatomy? Yeah, they At would. Least oh, yeah. Especially, sure. like, uterus and, like, 
I don't know. It said a lot of the times like weren't maybe some of the it was females, a lady like, that mute. couldn't have children or something, and she was yeah. jealous of all them. So cut all the yeah. hookers. Yep. I just I don't know. I like to take the road less traveled and say maybe it was a female serial yeah. killer. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's definitely a really good theory, and I like it because there's there's no solid suspects because the police just didn't look at them. Look at women for suspects for this murder. Yeah. Your neighbors are very noisy. Yes, they are. They're super noisy. It's a problem. (laughs) Take care of it. Yeah. So, yeah, no, like, and I just, I didn't realize how many different theories there were, like, (laughs) when I started looking into this. I guess I didn't really realize that Jack the Ripper was never caught. I just, I think I assumed in my head that he was caught eventually Mm -hmm. or something, because I'd never done research on it. (laughs) Yeah, uh, I mean, there's a few people in here that they think may have been, and then they were, uh... They were, uh, well, yeah, caught, on, but on Wikipedia, it's talking about like, well, as DNA and ever evidence got a lot better over the years, everything was just handled so many times that they can't do anything with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, no, it's 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 bizarre. And then like, there's so much uh, like folk legend around it, for lack of a better term, now that it's it's almost impossible to separate yeah. the fact from the myth and uh, kind of view it. A long time ago, yeah. yeah, like all the time. Like if you like watch like a Monster of the Week show, they'll like uh, they'll be talking about like some sort of monster, like and they'll start naming like, like instances. Watch. Yeah, like you know, like well, you know, this creature, it's been referenced multiple times. Like it's been called different names, like Jack the Ripper, and they just uh, yeah, just have the, it's like do things like that. Twenty years ago, like that's a long fucking yeah. time. Yeah. Damn. All right. It well, is pretty. Was, uh, it, like we all had a different theory. So that was a good. Yeah. That was a good conversation piece. Good job, Casey. A little depressing, but... <laughs> yeah. A little, little depressing. Talking about mutilating people and... Yeah. All Mutilation. Fun stuff. Ending no on a high note, you know. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, thank you for uh, tuning in to episode 172. And if you'd like to support us, head on over to patreon.com slash blindnewstudios. Click on the Become a Patron link at the bottom of our homepage. If you're going to do any Amazon shopping, click on the Amazon link at the bottom of our homepage at blindnewstudios.com. And then we get a bit of a kickback from Amazon for everything you buy. Uh, if you have any questions, show ideas, or what have you, or want to share your own theory of who Jack the Ripper was, uh, or is, maybe he's an immortal, we don't know, uh, go yeah, ahead and shoot us an email at feedback at blindnewstudios.com, or message us on Facebook at facebook.com slash blindnewstudios, or you can find us on Twitter at blind underscore ninja, and we'll see you guys next week. See you later, bud.